<laughs> hey y'all thank you for tuning in with a dose of ray with ray first and foremost i just want to say thank you to everyone that is tuning in that is listening that's been sharing my podcast on all social media forums that have been reaching out to me and telling me about y'all's personal experiences and sharing your stories it means the world to me um and I just appreciate y'all so much from the bottom of my heart. It really does mean so much to me. Um, my last episode, I had kind of shared with y'all and toxic relationship that I had been in, um, an abusive one as well. But uh, I just, man, I really just wanted to give y'all um, a genuine, real, raw um, experience that nobody knows. Um I have never talked about this with anybody, um, mainly for the fact that I was fearful. Uh, I don't, I don't like to even really think about it, but I do believe that a part of healing and being able to let go, um, and not have experiences have so much control over you is to be able to heal from them, talk about them and let it just be an experience that happened and not feel like fear is able to hold me back so um if I cry I apologize uh so if it gets kind of quiet it's probably because I'm crying I'm really gonna try not to I have been like in my head about this uh but if I cry it's just you know it's it's a form of emotion it's a release of an emotion and that's okay I if anyone knows me I cry with everything if I'm mad I'm upset I'm happy I'm a I'm a crier it's just how I am which is okay. I've learned to um, accept that about me. But, um, okay, so if this is too much for anyone that's listening to this and it triggers you, um, please, I just, I ask that you know, if it, if, if it puts you in a place that you don't want to be in, please turn it off. I don't want this to trigger anybody. I just want to talk about my situation and hope that it helps somebody. Um, but I don't, I know how triggers are. Um, I'm aware of them and I don't want to trigger anybody. So if that happens at all during this, please, 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 please just take a, take a step back. You can always come back and listen to it. But if a trigger is happening, please just, you know, attend to that. So, um, I am from the lovely state of Georgia, uh, I, I love Georgia. Um, when I first moved there, uh, it was after my freshman year of high school here um, in Texas. I had moved there, and then um, I finished out high school uh, there. So, shout out to Camden County. <laughs> That's the best place to be at. Um, love Georgia. Love Camden County. Um For those of you that don't know, that's my little hometown, uh, Kingsland, Georgia. It's tiny, 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 but uh, it's an amazing place. It's a lot of, you gain family. You don't just have friends. You really do have family with the people that you are around all the time and that begin to know your life and you get to know their life, which is a beautiful thing within itself. Um, So I uh, had this friend who had an older friend that used to, uh, come over and, well, I would go over to their house, uh, oftentimes. And, um, this individual was always there, always was really, really nice to me. Um, I was, Ooh, I want to say I was 15 at the time, 
that this happened. Um, I was 15 going on 16. One of those two. Um, but I used to hang out with, with one of my really good friends. And this individual used to always be um, at their house. He was really good friends with them as well. And, um, you know, I mean, he was attractive. Don't get me wrong. Like, he, he's an attractive individual. But I was also 15. This individual was like mid-20s. Um, so I just, uh, was just friends with him. It was never anything more than that. Uh, he was just really cool to be around when I was at my friend's house and, you know, we just always used to hang out as a group. And, um, then it started to become like, uh, he added me on Facebook, um, started liking my pictures, would kind of like message me about my picture and tell me how I looked pretty or I looked nice, um, and, uh, you know, would, would kind of just be like, oh, you're like, you know, like a little sister to me and, you know, really good friends. And it was just like that. So it was like, I was under the impression that we was brother and sister because that's what he would, he, he said out his mouth was like, yeah, you like a little sister to me. And he would come to like my choir concerts and support me there. So I was like, okay, that's like my big brother, nothing more than that. Um, so I was just in the mindset, this is my, this is like my big brother, you know, and I'm like his little sister, no big deal. Uh, and, um, I had to, uh, go, I, I think I had to stay for a choir practice. And when I had stayed for my choir practice, I had needed a ride home. And so, uh, I had the bus that I was supposed to catch, uh, you know, like the after school bus or whatever. I missed it completely. Uh, because I am really into music. So I took everything very serious. Choir used to be very serious to me. So um, I did not play with it. So I had to stay after for that. And I had missed the bus just, you know, being in my own head. And um, so I tried to call my mom and she didn't answer. Uh, I had tried to call my other friend, but they were both at work. Um, I had tried to call my auntie and my auntie was busy with my cousin who was busy with my grandma. So they couldn't come get me. Um, and anybody that knows my family knows that, uh, that's how, that's how my auntie is. Is she doing something for somebody else? It's just, oh, well, too bad. So, um, I had just ran out of options of people to call. So I had called this individual, um, and asked if he mind coming to pick me up from school and taking me home. Um, just because I didn't have any other options and it was like, 5 30 at this time maybe um so this individual said he didn't mind so he came and picked me up but when he picked me up uh he was just acting funny and y'all know like y'all can pick up on um y'all could pick up on energy like you just your body will let you know like something don't feel right what regardless of what it is like I am truly a believer that when your body can sense an energy is off. It's genuine. That's real. Pay attention to that. Don't block that out. Don't think you overthinking. Don't think you tripping. Like if your your body is telling you something ain't right, then your body is telling you something ain't right, and you need to reevaluate the situation that you're in. I full heartedly believe that because intuition is key. Um. So. I had uh, got in the car and I just felt kind of weird. I was just like, okay. But I thought maybe I was just tired. I was overthinking the situation. But this individual was being like, super, I guess more friendly than I thought was normal. 
Um, and then he was said, I have to stop by my house real quick and grab something before I take you home. Is that cool? Well, I'm not driving this car and I was asking for the favor. So I was like, yeah, that's fine. Like, you know what I'm saying? Who am I to tell somebody, uh, no, I'm trying to get home. So, um, I just was like, yeah, that's fine. I don't mind. So we go back to, I'm guessing it was his, I don't know, homegirl's house or sister's house or somebody, but, um, there was a woman in there when we walked in, and so I took a seat on the couch, because I was like, okay, like, you know, I'm just gonna wait, and, uh, the female ends up leaving, um, she says she had to go to the store or something, so the individual that was with me, that, um, picked me up, he went to his room, I guess, and he said, I'll be right back, so I was like, cool, well, um, he had asked if I wanted anything to drink and I said, no, I'm okay. Thank you though. Cause you know, that's just the polite thing to say is thank you. But you know, I wasn't thirsty at the point. So, um, I didn't take the drink, but, uh, I was super tired. And so I had kind of like started to doze off on the couch, um, a little bit. I don't know what he had been doing in the room. I guess that took long enough for me to be able to close my eyes and start to kind of drift off into sleep. Um, But, uh, I, I had dozed off and, um, he comes back and I was like, not in a deep sleep, but I was, my eyes were closed and my body was super relaxed. And, um, all of a sudden, like my arms go up, like, and I didn't put them up. So I'm looking and my arms started to go up. And then, um, as soon as my arms had started to go up. Uh, I felt these handcuffs on my, on my wrist. And so I like open my eyes and I'm like, well, what are you, what are you doing? If anybody has been in a situation like this where your fear and panic overtakes you and you really just do not know what to do, that was me. Like, I felt like I wanted to move, but my body was not moving. I felt like I needed to scream, but I couldn't scream. And, um this individual took my clothes off and proceeded to put himself in me. Um, and the whole time that this was happening, I was just, I was really scared Um, I was really, I think I was mad at myself in that moment because I wish I would have just either walked home, thought of someone else to call, um, anything that I could have. I just really wish I would have done that, but call this individual, um, because I felt like I had put myself in that situation for this situ for this to happen. Um, and it lasted about. Uh, maybe a good five minutes it's probably about five minutes and um once he was finished doing what he had to do he uncuffed me threw me my clothes and um I just left he just went out his front door and I I just kind of stood um up and was like putting my clothes on and um just crying I was just so sad and so hurt 
that this person betrayed me, um, betrayed the trust that I had. You know, I thought this was a, 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 a family member to me, a friend of mine. Um, and then I put myself in, I felt like I had put myself in a situation that I shouldn't have, but that wasn't the case. Um, and so I, I go home, I took a shower and I just sat in the bathtub for like 30 minutes, um, crying because I felt so disgusted with myself. I felt so nasty. I was mad and I remember my mom asking me um, if I was okay, and I just kept telling her, yeah, I was just super tired. Um, I remember my cousin coming over, and she had wanted to hang out, and I didn't want to. I told her that I was cramping, and I didn't feel good, so I stayed inside my room. And um, I just I did not sleep once that night. I did not sleep once that night. I didn't. I don't believe I even left my room for the remainder of that day. And I did not go to school the next day. Um, I told my mom that my, my, you know, cycle had started and that I wanted to stay home. And, um, you know, she was like, okay, as, you know, as long as you're okay, make sure, you know, you're taking medicine. And I have bad cycles anyway, so my mom didn't question me. Um, but that whole day, it just replayed in my head just constantly. That the, the five minutes that it happened just constantly played in my head. And... You know, I would have never thought that that would have happened to me. And I never, ever would have thought that this individual would have done that to me. Um, but, you know, when I've learned um, not to self, be mad at myself. I've learned to not allow the situation to think it was my fault. Um, there was... There, I, I know that I could have done more, but in that, in that moment, I, I felt like I couldn't. I felt like, I mean, I was trying to move my arms and my legs, but I couldn't. I felt like I wanted to scream, but it was like my voice, like someone had just got their hands down my throat and took out my voice box. It was just like I couldn't make any noises. I wanted to, but it's like my, my mind and my body weren't on the same page. And... um then I was fearful because I was like, what if I do scream and then what if I die? You know, I had no way of, prote of protecting myself. There's no one in this in this house. It's just me. What if no one, no one can even probably hear me? Um, it was just, it was a lot. And um, I, uh, I didn't want to talk about it to anyone because I didn't think anyone would have believed me. I was like, it's probably going to be my word against his word. Um, it had already been over a certain amount of hours. So I was like, you know, I don't even know if a if a rape kit would even work. Uh, I was just not all the things that I wish I, I would have done. I just didn't in that moment because you really don't know how you're going to handle a situation until you are in that situation. And I really do believe that with a lot of hard situations, because it's like your fear just overcomes you it's like you just are completely just in a in a state of shock and it's like your body's not reacting to how you would want it to react um and it just throughout the years like I've I've been able to push it to the side of my brain 
and really tried to forget about it, but it happened. And I don't want the person that did this to me to have any more control over me and myself anymore. Um, because it's just, it's not right, one, but two, it's not going to heal me if I allow an abuser of mine to continue to have control over me. Um, and it's not right what happened. And I've learned a lot throughout the years that a lot of the times when somebody is raped, it is from somebody that they consider, um, family. It is a family member, a close friend. Um, you know, it is somebody that you would not expect it to be. And that's, I wholeheartedly believe that it really is somebody that you do not believe it's going to be because I would have never thought that that would have happened by me just asking for a ride home. Um, I just want to say that to anybody that has been raped, and I hate that word, I hate that word to the, to the core of my soul, because it just brings me so much sadness because it is such a sad thing that somebody thinks they can just take control over you and the body that you possess as if it is theirs and it's not. Um, and I don't, I'm not doing this to get pity or feel or have someone feel bad. I'm just saying this because I know I'm not the only person that's been silent about a situation like this. Um, I know that I'm not the only person that has been through this and that has felt what I've felt. And to anyone that has been in that situation, I am so sorry. It is not and never has been your fault. I know that you probably think you wish you could have done more in that moment. You probably blamed yourself for a long time, but don't. It's not your fault that somebody else is sick enough in the head to take control over your body. It's not your fault that somebody took the trust that you gave them and abused it it is not your fault that the situation happened you know and I just want to say to anybody that has been through that wholeheartedly I if you haven't found someone to talk to please do find someone to talk to don't allow it to continue to eat you up inside don't allow it to take control over you there's so much more to life than traumatic situations that happen to us and I really do believe that you heal how you heal however that may be no one's allowed to tell you how to heal they can give you you know advice on what they would do but heal how you want to but do heal from that situation do allow that experience to be what it was and know that you are over it you overcame it you're so brave to be able to be on the other side of the situation and say that you are still here. Um, I know for a long time I had wanted to commit suicide on it because I was just so disgusted with myself and there was just so much that went on that I just, I hated looking at who I was. I hated looking at who I was. I hated my body for a long time because of it. Um, I hated how, I guess trusting I was um I hated how friendly I was I just hated so much about myself that I shouldn't have hated about myself because I did not do anything wrong it's not my fault that somebody 
took the trust that I gave and abused it. Um, but you know, I now have learned to love myself, to forgive myself that it happened, um, to forgive that, to forgive myself that even though I I wish I would have done more that at that, at that time, because I just physically couldn't to not be mad at myself because of that. Um, and I just, I encourage anybody that has ever been through this, just, just please talk to somebody. Find somebody to talk to. No, it's not your fault. I know I just said this about like two minutes ago, but I just want to stress it because although someone says it, it it's easier said than done. And I know that firsthand. Um, and, you know, I just, I'm not going to allow that situation to have control over me anymore I haven't spoken about this to anybody and it feels so good to just be able to talk about it with y'all um because it is genuine um I'm over here like sitting by this pond trying to not like have these tears just like fill it up more because um now I feel so much more at peace um but man y'all it's really crazy how life can really be it really it really is but um that's today's episode i hope that y'all have a great week um thank you for listening i can't wait to talk to y'all next week and um make sure that y'all still wash your hands because you nasties if you don't Hand sanitizer is not going to be the only thing that can help y'all. Um, please don't be taking all the toilet paper <laughs> because there's people that are having to use paper towels and napkins. And that's just not right, y'all. Just don't be stocking up on toilet paper, <laughs> okay? Just We're all trying to get out of this little crisis. I don't even want to. I'm ready to go back to work. So, um, But y'all have a good day, and I will talk to y'all later.